Hey, what's up, everyone? We're back. Because we are the prodigals. The prodigals. Welcome to the prodigals podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. And that is why we are here for you. Hello, my name is Mark. And I am joined by Alan, Billy, and Jed. Yes, I took care of that for you. Sweet. Wow. Um, <laughs> do you want the Jed Allen thing going on? I don't want the Jed Allen. Okay. <laughs> I'm a dictator now. Um, so, <clears throat> you might be wondering why our audio sounds quite a bit off tonight uh, while we are practicing social distancing in an effort to stop the spread of COVID-19. Here at the Prodigals Podcast, we only impart knowledge and never illnesses. We are sacrificing <laughs> our audio quality, dude. So please stay home for us. Help flatten the curve. Come on, Thank people. That. Flatten Thank the it. curve. Flatten that curve. So hey, uh, Easter weekend starts tomorrow, so we are releasing this ahead of next Monday because now is a good time to discuss the idea of Easter. Its history and origins and its practice in today's Christianity. While it definitely has been one of the landmark traditions of the Christian church overall, it has been met with some criticisms regarding its origins and whether or not it is fit for the church to celebrate it. So we're just going to take some time to discuss. Table talks. And so I guess the best way to start talking about this is to talk about the origins of this holiday. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so scholars mostly agree that this originally started as a pagan holiday. Mm. Uh, some scholars speculate that the holiday originated from the Germanic term Eostra, which comes from a Germanic goddess of the same name, who is the goddess of fertility and spring. Some say it came from Ishtar, the Babylonian Assyrian goddess of fertility and sex. Some people say that her symbols are the bunny or hair and eggs, which makes people speculate um, that that is the reason there's the Easter bunny and Easter eggs. Um, <clears throat> so with this in mind, many Christians have called into issue the celebration of this holiday because of its pagan roots. Um, is anyone else, like that's pretty much what I have in terms of, history um i think like down the line like the the church adopted it in order to in order to get people into christianity so it's been yeah. co-opted um so they pretty much say oh hey you celebrate this okay yeah we celebrate something similar so we're just gonna make your holiday our holiday um and make it you know religious in our terms so yeah know, like they adopt certain certain practices and say hey yeah let's just put a christianese spin on it right and, yeah. then, and just kind of adopt it and say okay yeah you know sort of like you know ease them into the church without having them like full-blown full-blown culture shock like a yeah. slippery slope Christians, um, gonna, you're gonna hear that from me a lot tonight that's oh, um, it's also uh worth worth noting that although like the the term easter came from that 
goddess, like Germanic goddess Eostra. Mm-hmm. In many of the European languages, Easter is called. Um, the word for Easter derives from the Jewish or Aramaic word for Passover, so it's like it has definitely has connections to the Passover uh, holiday that the Jewish people celebrate. Um, yeah. Also, mm. um, the Council of Nicaea. Yeah. Um, determined that Easter should be um, celebrated. Yeah. Celebrated. Salivated. Um, and the date of it is based on the vernal <clears throat> equinox or the Paschal equinox. Yeah, so, which uh, is the, which is what you know what I guess ancient Near Eastern well just agricultural. Uh, Agrarian cultures would use to denote what you know change the changing of between you know winter and spring. Winter and spring, right? Mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, then you, I mean, they're they're by having the whole sort of death rebirth, you know, winter being death and spring being rebirth um, sort of theme. And it would be, I mean, if you're if you're um, a church leader wanting to, you know, ease the passage of people into like heathens into your church. Right, that's a pretty you know that's a pretty easy theme to hit on, you know, with Christ. Right. Yeah. So, so because the church has co-opted this and adopted it, it has become a celebration of Christ's death and resurrection. Um, for some Christians, uh, mainly the Catholic, it's more extended than that. So they deal with like the Lent, which is like forty days. Um, Four nights, um, and then they Easter is celebrated like there's the Easter week, and they have days where like Monday, Thursday, Ash Wednesday, yeah, um, Passion Week, yeah. But for many Christians, uh, especially in the Protestant uh, churches, it's mostly just dealing with the weekend itself, starting with Good Friday. So it has become that in the Christian world. Uh, celebration of Christ's death and resurrection. So the discussion is then, because it has pagan roots, is it still okay to celebrate it? No, we should not. (laughs) (laughs) Done. All right, let's go. Done. Let's go home, guys. All right, guys. Uh, You can reach us on our socials. Yes, I think we should celebrate Easter, although it does have pagan backgrounds. I think that doesn't take away the fact that, like the Easter, like the East, I guess we'll label it Easter message because that's what it's called now. Well, like, well, but like the gospel, literally the 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 entirety of the gospel of Jesus dying on the cross and resurrecting, um, um, literally hinges uh like what christianity is what christianity is what it means so like it makes to me it doesn't make any sense not to not to celebrate it because it's literally what like well, that's the heart and soul of what christianity is and what it means to be a follower of jesus right like that's mm-hmm. what we like that's where our faith hinges on the the like the fact that jesus died on 
quote uh, Good Friday and then Resurrection on Easter Sunday, but not in, not exactly on those dates. But I think it's the the it's the it's the celebration of the message more than it is like just because it happens to fall on this date, we should that that doesn't mean we shouldn't celebrate it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, you know, at least for the way that we've done it, right? We, mm-hmm. you know, in our denomination, we, you know, we we do celebrate, you know, the the Friday. We do celebrate, you know, the Sunday, and we take advantage of that. You know, for some some schools, they have the Easter Monday thing, and you know, sometimes they, you know, they they let classes out, right? So yeah, at least, you know, I, at least I vaguely remember something like that. Right. So, I mean, in commemorating uh, Christ and that, you know, that um, that part of our history, right, which should be like the, you know, the most important part of history you know, within the human realm, right? Not even the human realm, just history in general. When all is said and done, right, that will be that will be the thing, right? Uh, and so, yeah, uh, I don't see anything wrong with. Um, with celebrating it in that way. It's an, it's interesting to note that I don't think we've been, I, I, I can't recall any biblical sort of passage that says, hey, we've got to do it that way. Like we, 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 um, we celebrate on the Friday, you know, and then on the Sunday, the one thing that I do remember in terms of like commemorating Jesus's death and, you know, uh, death and as well as resurrection to a certain degree is uh, is the Last Supper, right? That's mm. uh, where he comes in and says, yeah, when you do this, do this in remembrance of what I've been, you know, what's going to happen, what I've done. So in that regard, yeah, that's that's there. I don't see any regard to, like, in terms of, like, celebrating that. That's not a problem for me. I think what is the hiccup for many people, and, and it's certainly... Um, you know, it's certainly worthwhile to discuss is the the other sort of things there, uh, like mm-hmm. the Easter eggs and the Easter bunny. You know, yeah. it's sort of like the the non Christian sort of aspect of it. Right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, I, I I share the same sentiment. I think like um, I think overall, like I think we we can and we we should celebrate. Easter, uh, especially when it comes to a celebration of like, the gospel, that's something to celebrate about. That's something, it's a good time. It's a good, um, good holiday that we can spread that message. It's, it's not, it's, it's almost like our, it's like a door that's open for us to share the gospel. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, it's Easter weekend. Of course, they're going to spread, they're going to talk about Jesus this weekend, like <laughs> compared to the rest of the, the weeks or in the year, right? Um, yeah. I, I just love like how the opportunities it brings and then uh, and even though it has like its pagan roots, I, I always like look back to the passage where like God says like like where it says in the scripture that like God you know God makes something like good out of the bad. Like yeah. even if it's pagan in origin, like we ourselves were enemies in origin and God turned us into people who can be used for his glory. And, uh, and if you can do that with a practice, I think uh, if you can do that with me, you can do that with a practice, uh, a pagan holiday, uh, pagan practices that might be, um, that, that weren't oriented towards God can now develop and be turned into one that does. Um, and how, and, and I think and that there is some like um, concerns with that, like uh, 
um, which I've heard from people. Uh, and so, but overall, like, I think the holiday itself, like, when, if that's for Christ, like, that's something that can be a really good thing. And with the Easter egg, uh, I just, just read up on it. Uh, it's cool. So during the Middle Ages, people began decorating eggs and eating them as a treat following Mass on Easter Sunday after fasting oh. through Lent. Yeah, and this is actually something that still happens in Eastern European countries like Poland. Um, and, and, but then overall, like, yes, the rabbits and hares are also associated with the fertility and the goddess Eostra. I can't even... It's a good try. It's a good try. I don't know. Um, Eostra. Eostra. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, it's so interest, interesting to see that, like, the whole egg thing is now completely separated from Christianity. There seems to be, yeah, this overlap between um, what, what the pagan practices and, and beliefs side to that with, like, how we're viewing Christianity. There's, there's an intermingling that happens. I don't know. What do you guys think of that? That's interesting. Oh, that's so weird because it's like, 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 I guess, the, like, the holiday of each is, like, pagan um gets turned into a christian holiday and then like the egg thing it's like goes back into secular secularism pretty much it's all like wow that's that's so weird yeah that's so and, interesting. Um, i also think it's uh important for us to you know just going back a little bit to expand on you know some of the pagan practices we say oh it's just a pagan practice but i think there's a little mm. bit more to it that you know that some people find really disturbing and that mm. um you know in israel when uh, when you had like the fertility gods, you know, like Baal and Ashtoreth, yeah. right? Uh, and we gloss over. I mean, I, I guess you know, pastors and and you know, and in, in our in our Sabbath school, Sunday school classes, we we kind of gloss gloss over the fact that there there were temple prostitutes, right? Um, but the whole the whole sort of act of of switching over. Um, from the winter to the to the spring or the 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 harvest times or like the planting season is that you know you would have you know you would have um, these temple prostitutes uh, doing their part you know for for you know whatever you want to imagine that to be so they did you know they did their part they uh, um, they engaged in not just singular but but multiple. Right, you had orgies. Yeah. You had a whole bunch of things that's associated because it is associated with fertility, not only because of you know the harvest and and you want you know new birth or new things. You know you want to have a good harvest, but uh, you remember that in in ancient times up to really uh, not so long ago, is that people would uh, particularly women they would be. Um, their value would be gauged on how many how many children they could provide to their husband, right? Mm -hmm. uh, your legacy was cemented by how many children that you had, and so family and childbirth that was a huge thing, right? Uh, for people in previous ages, All right? So the whole idea of fertility and and whatnot, it was a large sort of encompassing you know theme for within a person's lifetime. You know, and and around this time, around Easter time, you know, um, that becomes a big thing. And I think what it is that that some people have is that you know, once you know sort of like the background of it, that there are people that just can't see past 
you know that they they can't get past that mm, right yeah. even though that's obviously that's far from what we do in today's yeah, society yeah. right because we don't we don't have church prostitutes <laughs> at least not paid ones right no. we don't we don't have that right um and uh and so that's not a that's not a thing for us it's not sort of the out of sight out of mind deal and yet mm-hmm. for some that that delve into that you know that there's this pagan sort of attachment to the history of it they'll look into it and they can't get past it right that poses a real you know that poses a real problem to to some of them right mm-hmm. to, to some of us i should say yeah right so, so it's like pretty much it's a stump like easier has can become a stumbling block to them right that's it yeah oh wow that's that's it's you, and it's hard to it's yeah, hard to, to yeah. it on them, right? Because you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible says you can't go against your conscience. If you if you go against your conscience in certain things, you know, it's sin, right? If things aren't done in faith, it is sin. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. part is like if you're engaging in it, if you're engaging in it, and other people have a problem with it, and you don't care, it's just like, oh, it's your problem, right? I'm just gonna do my thing, and you're gonna have to deal with it. Uh, there are Bible verses about about that. You know, causing your brother to stumble. To stumble, yeah. Definitely. And it's not, and it's and it's not a beneficial thing for you if that's if that's if that's sort of like you know the way that you go. Mm-hmm. I think for the majority of Christians, I guess like we don't have that. Um, I guess that what's the, what's the word am I looking for? Like we're not tied down to those 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 pagan ideas and pagan like practices because yeah, as you said before, like we're so far gone from it, and like. Easter has become so uh, it's changed so much I guess over the over the years right and it's become such a I guess for Christians such a Christ-centered thing mm-hmm. so like yeah like it's not even on our minds but I guess like really for though like for Christians who have delved mm-hmm. into it like we should really be aware of those yeah. of those of those guys out there who like like Easter is a stumbling block and yeah. like I'm like wondering how can we like really support them and yeah. Go, go about that then that's, that's so, so like my uncomfortability falls between like you know with with what billy just said like yeah i think we need to find ways in how we can love and support people and and not be a stumbling block uh against others who do believe that um that do believe that that celebrating easter is is going to be it's not good right um and mm. so we don't want to be a stumbling block for sure um and i think loving them where they're at that's so important um what I have an uncomfortability with is just the fact that there are like really a lot of holidays that we celebrate uh, that carry pagan practices. So besides Easter, there's Christmas that carry it, uh, the, there is, and birthdays. And like uh, what I was saying earlier was like expanding on that birthday thing. So, so like it's, it's believed in pagan, in pagan societies that there tends to be evil spirits that surround you, especially when you're about to turn, a, turn another age become begin another year and so that's why you would light a candle uh and uh, in the sign of hope uh in, in the midst of like the darkness that might surround you at that time and so we still do candle blowing we still have cakes we still celebrate each other's birthdays and so it's kind of like you know where do we like if if someone says no like i don't want to celebrate easter because i think that is wrong because it has pagan origins yet celebrates birthdays and is okay with christmas like how do we like how do we handle that 
how do we those kind of respond? Does that make sense? No, it does. It does, and you make a a, a, a compelling sort of argument. Mm. Um, in the negative aspect, this is like, well, if you if you're gonna like throw out this one, why aren't you? No, we should throw out everything that eh? <laughs> you just throw yeah, out everything. I mean, I mean it, it is kind of like that. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna throw out Easter and the bunny and the Easter egg hunts and stuff because it's based in pagans. Are you not going to celebrate birthdays anymore? At least with a candle, and you're not going to like whatever. And that's you know that's one argument that that people will have. That the way that I see it falls into one of three categories. Either one, it doesn't bother you at all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not it's not something that you that you associate with in terms of like yeah I'm I'm worshiping some fertility god and then you know I have just I have Jesus on the side, right? So that's not a that's not a thing for them. That's one section. There's the other one where we kind of like talk about just like um, uh, that, that we, it doesn't necessarily bother us too much uh, in the sense that, you know, we aren't doing the fertility thing, but we're very cognizant of, of making mm. other people sort of like stumble and fall and sort of, you know, have a problem with it and therefore have a problem with us, you know, and, and taking down our testimony and all that, all that goodness. And then you'll have the, the other side, or, and the the other and third sort of section where it's just like no anything that has to do with nothing that is pagan that is not of God you got to get rid of it right and so mm-hmm. they'll bring up verses uh, like Jeremiah ten verse two learn not the way of the heathen right or um, uh, yeah just other stuff like be careful like um, Deuteronomy twelve. 32, whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. You shall not add to it nor take away from it. Stuff like that, right? Good verses like that. And so, and I, I believe that all three, you know, you know, they, they, they exist in our, in our Christian church. And, you know, they have to, you have to, you know, you have to deal with it, right? You have to, you have to account for them, right? I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> well, I think like, I think education like has to play a part in it. Like for Christians who do celebrate Easter um, and who have no problem with it, uh, it's our mm-hmm. job, I guess, to communicate it properly to those who may be questioning the the practice of it. Um, and, a, and I think like a big part of that is, yeah, while I do believe that Paul, like a lot in Paul's writings, um, he has written certain things to be avoided, like certain practices, like for example, you know, the, as you said, like the prostitutes in the temples, um, okay. even for some time, the Christians were told to abstain from foods that were offered, offered to idols. Um, so definitely there are things about pagan um, practices that should and always be avoided. Uh, but I think, think uh, just because it's pagan it doesn't mean that it should totally be avoided <gasps> okay. um, <laughs> because there are plenty of examples in the scriptures of the apostles especially Paul taking pagan culture or thought um, to point it to Jesus right and I think like I forgot who said this but when it says, when people, when we talk about culture, um, an author says we can either receive it, um, what was the other part? Receive it, or um, the third part would be 
redeem it, right? Receive it, reject it, or redeem it. And I okay. think like for certain parts of, you know, there, there are parts where like pagan practices can be redeemed. Um, and because, and just because it's pagan, it doesn't mean that it's inherently evil. Like for example, Paul, Paul talked about the unknown God in Athens, right? Mm. And in Athenian religion, like there's this thing called the unknown God. And instead of Paul staying away from that, he used that to start a conversation about his God. And then so that caused like this conversation between Athens and like the people of Athens and Paul. Um, Another big thing, uh, and we don't necessarily think about is when John used logos to refer to Jesus because at that point there was no precedent for him to use or to call Jesus the word um, its origins if I can recall correctly uh, has to do with stoicism and uh, in Stoicism, the Logos was the active reason uh, and pervading and animating the universe. It was conceived as material and is usually identified with God or nature. Yeah, yeah. There's a mm. Greek sort of like philosophical attachment to that word, yeah. right? Yeah. So like at that point, the the term Logos definitely came from pagan roots and now we use it for Jesus. Right. Um, another one is the cross, right? Um, mm. Where it was like a symbol of like the most, like, it's like someone who deserves the worst in a human, like for a human being. That's like the worst death there was. And Jesus redeemed it towards mm. a symbol of what? Salvation. Um, so, like just because it has pagan roots, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's evil or should be avoided totally. Mm. But there are pagan practices that I would say should be avoided. Give us an example. Example, please. Uh, you said it already, like orgies, <laughs> right? Uh, or prostitutes in temple. Um, temple rituals, yeah. Temple rituals. Or, yeah, I think like for God sexual immorality is such a serious yeah. thing. Mm. Um, would, yeah. So that's like when it actually, I think compromises our moral integrity, then those practices should be avoided. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's important to highlight that, you know, going for an Easter egg hunt, and yeah. giving chocolate bunnies, Easter bunnies to other people. Um, you know, there's nothing inherently evil about it. It's not, there's no, it's not like, um, it's not like you're doing the whole Ouija board thing, right? Where you're engaging uh, directly into some kind of yeah. de- demonic, you know, you're trying to mm-hmm. tap into a de- demonic force, right? Uh, trying to use it for, I don't know, selfish, evil purposes. There's nothing sure. that's yeah. in there that says there is. And so, you know, for, for those that, that that's uh, you know that's their kids kind of like go through that or does that for their kids and it doesn't it doesn't affect them whatsoever because that's not their that's not their mindset 
That's not their mm-hmm. thinking. That's not where their mind is going. It's just something else that they do, right? Where their kids, they're taking advantage of, you know, sort of the, the, um, the, um, the holiday that they're given, right? There's nothing inherently evil with that, right? So for those, for those person, persons, I don't see necessarily that there's anything wrong with that, particularly if, um, you know, if they understand truly what that period, this period is about, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. it's, it's also interesting to note that um, the early Christians did, you know, celebrate the birth, I mean, the death and the resurrection of Christ, but they linked it to Passover as opposed to, you know, the equinox shifting over. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but because, uh, but because the, the, the church leaders, um, you know, they wanted to get away from Judaism as much as they could. Yeah. Right. Uh, they got away from the Passover. Right. They wanted to do their own thing. Constantine, mm-hmm. Constantine comes in and he does his, his mm-hmm. own thing to say, you know, let's, you know, let's all merge as right. one. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so I, I wanted to, I wanted to go back just a little bit and, and say, as Christians, it's, it's, it's okay. Sometimes it's even necessary for us to, to celebrate, to, to memorialize, to commemorate when Jesus died when he was buried and when he rose again, right? That is mm. absolutely, when we're talking about Easter, that's what I think of, mm. right? But mm. what we're talking about here in terms of like doing sort of the pagan Easter thing, that's the other sort of fr- you know, fringe things that we're talking about, the Easter bunny, the Easter eggs, that sort of thing that has really nothing to do with Christ itself, uh, mm. has nothing to do with death and resurrection, but is more, you know, just for fun for kids in our society and yet has pagan sort of roots that's what we're talking about i just want to make sure that we're clear about that no, no, we're no, not saying that we shouldn't do easter in general <laughs> throw it away all right so let's clarify it let's clarify that yeah i i like what like generally like what everyone's saying like uh i think mark you brought it up like i like how there's two things that we can respond how we can respond it's like either we reject it or it can be redeemed uh, mm. and like I, I just see the way that like how how like when Christ sees us right like we were his enemies and he didn't choose to reject us he chose to redeem us and mm. and I just that and then that that really just like shapes my worldview and and seeing now seeing like for me in my own Christian journey like what are things that like was meant against me how can God use that to to redeem uh, or it, it for it to be redeemed like i have a list here of things that have pagan origins i'm sorry i, I, I have a list wow <laughs> i'll put it out there honest, there's there's some yeah, there's some some surprising things that i didn't know are so one is our obsession with cats knocking on wood christmas halloween days of the week months of the year covering your mouth to yawn wedding rings easter fingers crossed flower crowns bridesmaids gift giving groundhog day Nike, Lady Justice, Mardi Gras, Mother Earth, U.S. Medal of Honor, the Tooth Fairy, like <laughs> all, all of these. Not have the contrib- Tooth Fairy. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of these have uh, has, have its own pagan roots or contributions by the by pagan societies. But I I think overall, like God can most definitely redeem these to be to be used for His good. Like, let's mm. say, uh, so here our example is, like, Easter, the way that, like, we see the world celebrates it, right? Not the way that, like, we see the Christians celebrate it with, like, the celebration of the gospel, resurrection, and uh, of Christ. Um, 
like like in terms of Easter, just Easter bunny and Easter eggs. Like what if like you know I have my own family, I have neighbors, I put up like Easter bunny posters in front of my door, uh, and then I and and you know what? Like what if I gave a gift? You know, like uh, like an Easter egg gift. You Holy know, water and exorcism. Bro. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have a Bible verse attached to it. I don't know. I just feel like these holidays, these things, have like ways to be able, like we can use these ways to spread the gospel. Like these are avenues that 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 don't necessarily need to be completely like neglected. They can be ways in which we can like share the gospel to our friends uh, who celebrate it, or, or to our to our neighbors who celebrate it. Exactly. Mm. So. Yeah, and to just add to that, um, it's not just like the whole society like practicing like pagan uh, practices. Uh, it's also ingrained in the church, right? Um, I have a quote from Justo L. Gonzalez, uh, who wrote the story of Christianity, and it says here: After Constantine, Constantine's conversion, Christian worship began to be influenced by imperial protocol. Incense, which was used as a sign of respect for the emperor, began appearing in Christian churches. Officiating ministers, who until then had worn everyday clothes, began dressing in more luxurious garments. Likewise, a number of gestures indicating respect, which were normally made before the emperor, now became part of Christian worship. Choirs were developed, partly in order to give body to that procession. Eventually, the congregation came to have a less active role in worship. And I believe like there's like really a lot of things within the Christian church, like our practices, even um, the, you know, like convoluted, convoluted liturgy um, really came from other sources and not necessarily uh, an innate Christian idea. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying you shouldn't do that. Like I'm saying, um, you can do that and practice it because that's the way that you have like known how to practice it. But just know that like, just because you've known this way to be practiced and then like you turn to Easter or other holidays as pagan, um, that it shouldn't work like that. Uh, it should like, you should know what you're practicing and you, yeah, those things can be redeemed. But at the same time, Easter, Christmas, um, Thanksgiving can be redeemed as well. Yeah, those three sort of like groups that I talked about, those that that accept it um, because it's not, you know, the the whole fertility thing isn't a part of them. Those that um, that are wary of others, but it really doesn't matter to them. And those that have a problem with it and tell you not to do it at all. I think you need to respect all three of them. Maybe that's just sort of like my, yeah, my millennial thinking, right? No, like respect uh, and is I'm just like, down the middle and, and, and that pull PC thing. But yeah, that, I mean, for us, respect yeah. is a big thing because yeah. we're yeah. of that, we're of that generation. Respect. And right. like, I'm totally good. If you personally don't celebrate Easter, like I'm not going to question you on it. Like we can have a conversation about it. And then you tell me why you don't celebrate it. Um, it's just like what I have a problem is when people call others apostates or like uh, heathens or practicing um, paganistic uh, rituals, like Eric calling Eric. each other out, um, especially in like social media and just putting those images out there. 
um, saying like, oh, whoever practices this is like deep down worshiping something else. Anathema. Jesus. Um, that's where I have a problem, I think. Like I have no problem with anyone not practicing Easter, Easter or Christmas uh, or any other holiday just because it's like they think it's pagan. Like, hmm. yeah, you do you and you do what's best for your faith. And I think like Romans 14 uh, comes into mind where like people can believe certain things is bad for their faith and that's fine. Like they can continue practicing whatever they're practicing. Um, And like at the same time, like we who are, who think that we have liberty and freedom to celebrate those things, uh, we shouldn't call each other, like those people out for not celebrating or for example, at this point, like eating meat and Romans 14. Um, as you said, like a lot of respect and a lot of love has to be in the picture. Yeah. And I think I, I do have, you know, I, I cringe when you have sort of like the hard stance, throw people under the bridge, throw stones at those that, you know, sort of, you know, um, do practices that aren't a big deal to others and really doesn't have like a whole lot of biblical sort of like, you know, angst to angst, towards it Mm -hmm. um but i on the other end um i also have you know sort of like a problem uh with people that are are cavalier about certain things they're just like oh i'm just gonna do it because you know that's my freedom that's my right and you know it doesn't in fact it doesn't impact me and stuff like that and so and if anybody's got a problem with it that's their problem and blah 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 and blah 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 blah, right because number one you're not considering your brother your sister you know, what their, um, what their journey is. And in the end, you might be held accountable for it. Mm. But number two, are you sure you're not masking a rebellious nature towards some of the things that God is requiring you to? Maybe not in this instance, but where does it stop? You know, yeah. where's the line where you mm. start to say, well, you know what, I don't have to think, really think that, you know, Jesus is the end all be all because, you know, everybody's good. You know, it's, it's, it's all about love. And if there's just love, everybody else, then God will accept them. And that's just not what the Bible tells us in the end. That's what happens. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, the other part of it is just, you know, how examine your own sort of yeah. perspective, your heart, whatever you want to call it, to make sure that you're, just, you're not just doing it because that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, at that point, you're not, you're not with God. If you're just yeah. doing it because that's yeah. what you, you know, I, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to be harsh, but that's it. I mean, you're not with God. Mm. Yeah, yeah, across all levels of the spectrum of it, like whether you're like you, you think it's okay to do any of these uh, practices that have ignorance, or you're not okay, or like imitate wherever you are, like, like there's so there's still room to be self righteous. And, mm. and I think that's what's scary is, is like, you know, <laughs> what is the greater like evil per se then? <laughs> I think it's like, it, how is our own hearts dealing with the, the tough conversations with like, you know, like if we should practice um, Easter or not. Uh, and then if we judge or we act harshly or unloving and we talk bad about another person because of their, what they believe in. And then you, and, and, you know, I think, uh, it's 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 kind of scary that we as we as we talk about like how how I don't know how to put it like it coming the, coming into this uh, 
people coming into this kind of conversation with like a self-righteous heart uh, it's it's scary because the, the main issue is like their heart basically like if if you're in a place where you catch yourself be uh having this pride because you believe your idea is right better than your brother's i think that's a scary place to be in because that can be hence a science of self-righteousness and then the issue mm. might not even be about your brother but about yourself and your heart yeah yeah. And that come that's that's applied to everyone on that level of level of that spectrum of yeah. beliefs. There we go. Like, I, like, <laughs> yeah, and I definitely, I definitely struggle with that. Um, in the past, like when people post about, you know, on social media, Ishtar, um, <laughs> then I, like I, I fell into the temptation of, like just giving them a piece of my mind um because in my heart in my sinful heart they needed mm. education when like what we needed at that point is to conversate to come into a like better understanding of each other right mm. and for me i struggled and i definitely went into debate mode when i shouldn't have and I think mm. like that's what like I need to that's avoid. That's what we all need to avoid, right? Well, yeah, and I think and and I know I don't know if we're going off topic, but I I definitely relate to that because you know you got something that that triggers you, and it's almost like an attack on your identity. I uh, on your because it's attack on your beliefs, attack on, uh, yeah. on your identity, <laughs> yeah. and so you want to defend it. You know, this is who I am, and you're calling me out. How know, just, dare you, know, you? How dare you? This is why you're wrong. And let me tell you I'm why you know, you're ugly and your mom, mom and dressing you funny. Right? Uh, so just, you know, I, I understand that, right? And I, I totally echo this this act. This the the notion that we have to you know we have to bear one another's burdens, right? Not everybody's going to be you know meat eaters. Some are still on the milk of the you know the gospel, right? yeah. and we have mm-hmm. to understand and we have to respect and help each other go along. And if that means that you gotta, if that means that you gotta kind of just shy away from the Easter talk, the Easter bunny, the the, the eggs, and they you know don't put on like a an Easter egg hunt at your at your house you know, and invite all your church friends you now because you're going to make somebody stone. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what yeah. you got to do. Tag right? that person who posted about Easter. Uh, <laughs> Easter. Easter. Throwing up all these memes with them. You're stupid. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, just, yeah and to just bear. I think we just need to bear with one another. That's like the main idea. Yeah. I think com- coming into like type of arguments like definitely the biggest thing that i've learned and grown into knowing is, is like coming in with a heart of humbleness coming in with a heart of like i need to understand this person why they believe this way because like we're just assuming that like oh you're dumb and stupid you know and you're, you don't know what's right you need to be taught to be what's taught right um whereas like the the i think the loving thing to do is to sit down like build a relationship with them love them and understand where they're coming from and then you'll be able to share with them like what like we believe is the truth right and i think they'll be able to receive uh something like that that we have like truth in the gospel or like what our ideas are about easter in a more receptive way instead of like hey you're you're dumb you're wrong can you just like can you and here's just, like, my meme not? that tells you you're wrong but i <laughs> <laughs> but I, the other thing is though i want to show some love to to those um that 
hardcore just says, no, I'm not going to deal with any of that stuff because I don't want any of that. For sure, there are people there that, that they hide behind or they, or they butcher people, they beat up people um, on a moral high ground you know, because mm. it's pagan and you shouldn't, right? There are people there that have that go in with the wrong intentions, um, you know, hiding behind this and using the Bible and, and biblical principles to, to beat up on other people. There are definitely people out there like that, right? But I also recognize that are, there are some that are just, they just, they're just so, so focused on being as, as Christ-like, as, as sanctified as they possibly can. Right, mm. and I, I have absolute respect for that. I, I, I find myself a lot of times, you know, um, in my own walk, you know, gravitating that way. Right, I, I think we all, we all do. Right, we want to be, we want to be as close to Christ, as close to God as we possibly can. And so, there's things that we see that we got to cut out of our life. Mm. Right, there's things that we got that we that we do that you know we we know that we have to like sort of just you know, push, push that away because even though there's nothing inherently even evil in it, even though the Bible doesn't talk about it being a sin, it is a slippery slope for us. It is mm-hmm. a slippery slope for other people and we got to put it away. And anything that is, that is evil, we don't want to have to deal with any of that because, you know, it might cause us to fall. And not only that, I just want to show God how much I love him by, by, by putting all that stuff as far away from mm-hmm. me as possible. So I want to give those, those people some love as well. Right, because you know we need we need those in our church as well. That holds us that that shows us that there's there's always going to be a higher standard, you know, as as a Christ follower for us to go to, and only until only until when Christ comes again do we finally get to that that pinnacle where everything changes in a moment, right? Mm. Where that perfection is truly realized. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, interesting. And I think like, with everything else. Uh, it really depends on your motivation, right? Yeah. If you're celebrating Easter and you're um, all about Easter and you're posting about it for the sake of like making Christ known and reaching your like non-believer friends on social media, then yeah, by all means, do do it. But if you're celebrating Easter and posting it all over social media, for the sake of like making those people who, who, you know, um, you will offend by your posting, uh, then I would strongly suggest that you're doing it all wrong and you better not even celebrate Easter at all. If that's what's your, if that's, what's your motivation. Yeah. Definitely check your heart from before you post. <laughs> yeah. You check may not your handle- motivation is. Yeah. Yeah, you may not be able to handle that fire and brimstone that you're throwing. You might get burned up as well. So be careful. Oh. Having said that, you know, I, I do, like I said, I do applaud those that, 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 that want to be at a higher sanctification level as much mm-hmm. as they possibly can. And they lovingly try to get other people to go to fall, you know, to, to get there as well. Yeah. Right, there are those people that, that are there. They are saints, and God bless them, right? Mm-hmm. Because you need those. Those are the mentors we need in our life, right? Yeah. Um, and it just so ha- and and I also want to recognize that there may be people that's like that that just isn't quite as skilled with dealing with us. Their personal skills, you know, their people skills aren't exactly there. So things that they say may come out wrong, 
right? Mm-hmm. And it causes people to leave the church. And you know, yeah. I'll, I'll I will pray for 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 the Holy Spirit to give them words to speak and the gentleness <laughs> and kindness to deal with other people because I because that's in their heart. It just comes out the wrong way. Mm, yeah. True. True. I mean, like we're also, we're also um, Asian, so there's this sense, there's this language barrier. So, like, especially with uh, being in churches that are mainly like just Filipino, uh, and then there's this like language barrier. Like, they might say one thing, and then we have, we take it in a different way in English, but then they mean completely mm. something different in Tagalog and vice versa. We said thing in English, but then they interpreted something different in Filipino. And then they're just like, so, so it's like, this is a cycle. I think there's this sense that we need, um, it's, it's tricky, tricky. Ground. Yeah. And yeah, not only just, not only just different languages, but you can get lost in tra- translation, even speaking the same language. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Things can get lost and, and misinterpreted. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I realize I love about, like people who I respect um, and like look up to, I realized that I don't know clearly what their stance stances are in terms of certain like topics and certain ideas or certain beliefs. But what they, what stands out about them is their love and how they speak grace to others. Mm. Like, I'm not even sure what they think about this idea or this topic or whether they celebrate Easter or they look you know, like down upon it. Um, no, like the people that I respect is people who l- choose to speak grace to others and speak love to others. Right? Yeah. And you can, you can, you can, you can, you can know the right words to speak, yeah. right? You can falsify that and you can, you know, we see it all the time with, 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 uh, you know, sketchy TV, like, televangelists. That's the word I'm looking for, televangelists. You know, that, you know, some of them get a really bad rap because of a few bad ones. But it'll come through with their actions. It'll come through with how they deal with you, right? Not just the words, but how they accept you, how, if they are, if they are patient and if they are willing to bear some of the, the, some yeah. of the, the mistakes and some of the, the questionable decisions that you make. Right. There mm-hmm. are people that are there, and I think that's what Mark is really referring to. Like those, those are the people that, man, you need them. You need yeah. them in your life. Yeah. Right. Because they make the church better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and when it comes down to it, like all we need is love, love for each other, uh, no matter what we believe and no matter what we practice. Uh, we speak to each other in love and respect. And that's what like Jesus wants of us. Uh, how we treat our brothers, how we treat unbelievers is with love. And that's really the only way to win people to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And so back to Easter, um, we definitely believe that there's nothing wrong in celebrating it. Um, just because it has a pagan um, origins doesn't mean that we can't practice it but we should be mindful of how we practice and how we treat others who may uh, believe otherwise and so all we need to do is to be there for each other um, 
whether we're on different spectrums and other beliefs, we just, we just got to love people. And that's all we can do. Um, all right. Um, I guess that's it. Thanks everyone for joining us in this episode. And we hope that you are blessed with our discussion uh, today. Uh, we will not be releasing an episode on Monday since our Easter celebrate special Easter Monday was released today <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> I'll be eating my chocolate bunny. We'll, uh, we're too busy with our um, with our Easter egg hunt. Easter hunt. On we'll Monday. be Easter hunt. Oh, uh, man, I'm good. <laughs> I, kinda, I, finished, <laughs> I finished all oh, my yeah. chocolate. Does it trigger you? No, I'm oh. going to have to have a conversation with my, with my five-year-old daughter because she's like, because my wife asked her and she, she put it up on Facebook. <laughs> what does the Easter bunny and eggs have to do with it? And she going around like, whatever, everything. It's just like, and she said, oh, it's all about love and how Jesus loves us and that he gives us stuff and he gave us the bunny and he gives us the eggs and yes. stuff. Like, oh, baby, that was such a nice answer. We're going to have to have a little talk. <laughs> so, well, honey, we're, we're probably I mean, not going to do any of that. So. Well, honey, you see. Bunnies and chocolate, so I, I mean, she's not wrong, but maybe she's missing, so she's missing some things. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some things, though. There's, there's parts that are right? to be put together, right? Uh, exactly, yeah. me earlier. <laughs> see, it all originated in Germany. And <laughs> long time ago uh, there was this Mesopotamian fertility <laughs> goddess and the Syrian goddess named Ishtar and Ishtar yeah <laughs> anyways um, so we won't be here on Monday uh, this this is, will be the episode um, for next week if you have any questions suggestions or encouragements you can reach us on Instagram and Facebook at the prodigals podcast and on twitter at the prodigals pod you can also email us at the prodigals podcast at gmail.com stay blessed stay faithful and join us next time for another episode of the prodigals